welcome back to Discipleship for Busy Blokes. It's my pleasure and privilege to have Mark Lyndon-Jones with us, who is the head of Empower in Elim in the UK, our men's national ministry. Great to be here, Nick. Thanks for having me. And it's great to join with all the guys that are listening as well. One of the things we wanted to do on this edition of the podcast was to come back to a devotion that you wrote for us all at the beginning of the year, which had a fantastic uptake from the men. Uh, Last year, we had over 36,000 opens of our devotional emails, really pleased with the uptake of those. But you wrote a particularly good one at the beginning of the year, and I think it broke all the records, basically, for the number of opens. I think there was a 60% open rate on it, which is unheard of in MailChimp terms. And it was around a passage from Philippians chapter 3. Just tell us what that passage was and we'll go from there. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Paul, the apostle, uh, wrote some great verses and prayers in the New Testament. And one of them, um, one of these statements is found in Philippians chapter 3 and uh, verse 13 to 14. Uh, Paul says, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus. So every year, Nick, I like to enter the year with a key verse for my own life, sometimes for my church, and and just have a focus for that year. And I, I bring it to my family and I bring it to other people. And this was the verse, or these are the verses that I felt the Lord laid on my heart. And particularly, I was sort of struck by a great athletic achievement in 2019 by a guy called Eluid uh, Kipchoge from Kenya, and he became the first athlete to run a marathon in under two hours. He beat it by 20 seconds. Um, however, it won't classify as an official world record because of all the paraphernalia around it, and also because it wasn't in competitive um, in a competitive setting. Um, but it was a remarkable achievement and great to witness afterwards on the TV. And it just reminded me, and I think what Kipchoge said was this, this shows that no one is limited. And I thought, well, that's a worldview, but the Apostle Paul had a biblical worldview. And he said for us to press on towards the goal to win the prize. And I thought it's great for a lot of guys are quite target driven and, you know, goal driven. Um, Some may not be, but it's good to have a goal. Otherwise, we don't know where we're going and we don't know when we've arrived. It was an incredible achievement, wasn't it? Yes. They, they set it up around a circuit, and he had yeah. pace setters and all sorts Lasers, of stuff with him. Lasers, flashy they, trainers. Uh, he just really went for it, didn't he? He and went it for it. incredibly inspirational result. I think he achieve. had 40 pace setters around him, which sort of, that's another picture for me. It shows a picture, you know, of a band of brothers, you know, striving together to reach a goal. That's an incredible picture, isn't it? Because yeah. it wasn't a solo effort by himself. No. It was, he had a team, team effort. that helped him get through to that. Absolutely. And it's great, great to see it. And so, so I saw that goal, I saw what he wrote, and then, I, and then I was reminded, I was reminded of what the Apostle Paul said. You know, and it's sort of, it could be, you know, he spoke sometimes in military terms and athletic terms. And this is perhaps, you know, one of those athletic terms where, his, where he says, but one thing I do, um, and then he does the typical preacher thing and says three things. You know, that we, <laughs> should, that we should then yeah. forget what is behind, you know, and strain towards what is ahead. And that word strain you know, in the New Testament is doing, you know, doing everything to the uttermost. And it's the only place it appears in the New Testament. Really? The word straining, straining uh, towards what is ahead. And sometimes life is like that. It takes everything we've got with our eyes fixed on Jesus, you know, to strain towards what is ahead and press on towards the goal. Because there are some guys that I think who would struggle with 
looking back. You know, they, they, yeah. they, there'll be chapters that are there in their past that, yeah. that are hampering them, yeah, that are like an albatross around their neck. Yeah. They wish they would go away. Yeah. Have you got any counsel for blokes who, who have a tendency to look back, maybe with regret or, you know, annoyance at how they've done or maybe they haven't built the kind of significance they were hoping for? Yeah. How does Paul tackle that with this? Or what's your thoughts on that? You know, it's hard to work our way through that. So it's great that we've got, you know, someone like Paul's writings to turn to because we can get a biblical perspective on that. And the context of Paul writing this wasn't as though he was sort of on the top of a mountain or doing this out and the other. He was actually under house arrest. So he comes out with this ins- these inspirational words while he's under house arrest, completely surrounded by all sorts of detractors of people trying to take him out. But actually, he stayed focused. You know, if he'd reminded himself of his past, you know, he probably would have sunk very fast, very low. In a sense, that's a, that's a key thing to bring out for blokes, which was that Paul's past was not at all rosy, was it? No. I mean, he was a guy who basically supervised the killing of Christians yes. in, in the infancy of the yep. early church. Yep. And so if there's anybody that's got cause to feel remorse or to feel really very disappointed in how they've behaved, yeah. it would be Paul. Absolutely. And so to hear from him, no, you've got to forget that and move yeah. ahead. Yeah. It's actually very helpful, isn't it? It is. He had lifelong critics, he had potential assassins, he had imitators going around with another gospel. Um, I call them the snippers. You know, earlier on in that <laughs> chapter, it says, watch out. He says, watch out for those dogs, those mutilators of the flesh, yeah. you know, who were basically saying, you know, unless you're circumcised, you're not a proper Christian. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't brought that in yet to the Empire Code of Conduct. Or, yeah, and you know. long, long man stay away. <laughs> exactly. So, so we had all these guys trying to come at him from a religious point of view. And we all know that, you know, religion doesn't give life, you know, but just tries to sort of, you know, keep us in bondage, really. And just a, just a quick thought as well. It's yeah. not just the negative stuff, is it? He was no. a bloke who had incredible success in his ministry. Yes. And yet he's in that statement of let's yeah. forget what's behind. Yeah. He's got That's this, um, he's got this, kind of desire to go well i'm not going to sit on my laurels no. or live in the chapter of yesterday's success no, no. i am moving ahead absolutely I, i'm not going to get all kind of comfortable here it's a massive point and do you think some blokes get stuck in success from the past as much as they get stuck in regrets from the past what would you say about yeah that? i think we can because just prior to these verses paul lays out his cv and he says you might have every reason to be this that and the other but yeah. i've got even more because he was a hebrew of the hebrews and the tribe of Benjamin, and all that, and as for zeal, you know, persecuting the church, you know, so there yeah. was no one more zealous than Paul would have been in his past achievement, but he wasn't relying on that, he said, forgetting what is behind, you know, because, you know, there, and there may be guys with lots of certificates on the wall of the past, and you might be looking back too much, too often, and actually yeah. forgetting, you know, what is ahead of you, because yeah. God's got some great plans, great purposes for you, and you need to keep your eyes focused on what's in front, it's fascinating you say that because I think I've met some uh, some guys in the past where it is all about the retrospective, and they, they may have had a fabulous life, but mm. I'm I can I confess that I'm secretly bored. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Mu- I mean, I'm, I might be impressed by what they've done and all the rest of it, but I want yeah. to I want to know what guys are doing now yes. and what guys are building for tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that's very much the heart behind what Paul's saying here, isn't it? Yeah. Where are you headed? Where's this going? You yeah. know. And what so. I what I also like is Paul, like despite all those achievements. Paul is saying, I haven't completed yeah. what Christ has called me to. You know, for the things that he's taken hold of me for, I haven't completed that. So yeah. this is not a command. 
Yeah. It's not a command that we've got to press on. It's an encouragement to us to press on towards the goal to win the prize. That's brilliant. And of course, yeah. we, we know as followers of Christ that Christ has that incredible capacity not only to wipe the slate clean yeah. and to deal with that remorse we feel yeah. from the past, but also he gives us an agenda for the future, doesn't he? He's got a mission and a ministry for us to go and find. Absolutely. Uh, and also good. because, you know, you, you can't start a new chapter in your life if you keep rereading the last one. Oh, that's very good. Just say that again. You, you can't start a new chapter in your life um, if you keep rereading the last one. That's a word for somebody, isn't it? Listening. It is a word yeah. for someone. Perhaps yeah. it was, you know, a word for me, you know, at times as well. But actually, you know, there's something to, to go for. Yeah. Because the past very often, you know, you know, will take us down. And, you know, the enemy of our souls always wants to remind us, you know, of our past failures. But God and what Paul is saying only deals with our present and our future. Have you got any practical guidance for guys who are kind of enthused and energized by what we're saying, but worth maybe thinking to themselves, listening to this, well, how do I know what the next steps are for me? Any thoughts at all? And I know I'm putting you on the spot a bit here, but any ideas for blokes listening? So what are my next steps? How can I get involved? What can I do? Um, well, Paul said you can do, you know, one thing, one thing I do. So you could start with one thing, whatever that is. You could, you know, you could speak to speak to your pastor, speak to um, some other leaders speak to some other guys that you're doing life with you know we need to be doing life with other guys in a sort of band of brothers setting and um or you know in you know in failing that you just ask the lord what does he want you to do i like what you said about one thing as well because sometimes we get so um rabbit in the headlights about yeah. all the different things that we might do yeah we don't end up doing anything no so there's a there's a kind of healthy psychology to right i'm going to go and achieve one thing and yes. make sure it really works yeah that's great I like there's that always stuff yeah. on our to-do list yeah well, and actually is, to and so write and write it down i think yeah. it's an important principle to write it down so ask ask a friend ask a leader ask the lord yeah. what's the one thing what's the thing on your heart what's your passion what's driving you what what's the what's the agitating thought that keeps coming back to you about what possibly you could be doing and yeah. just go and explore <clears throat> that and i i, I I think that's so good and so helpful. And I, I, I would just add to that if I may. Yeah. But I course. think some guys, it, the clue lies in what makes you really passionately excited or yeah. passionately annoyed. And I think sometimes yeah. it's it's the thing that really winds you up, yep. or it's the thing that really floats your boat. Yeah. It's one of those two things. And sometimes the clue's in there. You know, yeah. if there's something that routinely winds you up, yes, that you think is wrong or unjust, yeah, go out and fix it. Make that your one thing. You know, or yeah. if there's something that routinely just absolutely makes you so delighted for God that that's happening. Yeah. You need to be bedding yourself in with that, don't you? Yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. In order sometimes, you know, with, you know, in order to have a vision for the future, you need to know what you're not happy with or what you've got a complaint about. You talking about straining towards what ahead, yeah. and, uh, what's ahead and forgetting what's behind reminds me of that amazing Old Testament story. Uh, and I don't want to take it too off track, but yeah. that story where Lot's wife is kind of, she's yeah. running from disaster, isn't she? In a mm. sense. And, 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 and she looks Looking back, back. And she gets turned into a pillar of salt. Mm. And, and that story is like a picture of if you spend time looking at that previous chapter, yeah. it's going to freeze you and yeah. you're going to die. You know, yeah. you're, you're going to be stuck there. Yeah. And if you keep looking behind you, you know, you know if it, when you're driving, you're going to have a car crash. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, yeah. True enough. Yeah. But that word straining towards what I said is another way of saying you, wanna, you need to lean into and lean forward into what God has got for you and what you want to you know, what you want to do for the Lord. So what I would say, you know, for any of you guys who've got, you know, there's many distractions in life and uh, and some of you may even be feeling discouraged. And so, you know, our prayer is that this verse will be a real encouragement to you today 
whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, whether you're listening, you know, in a relaxed setting or whether you're stuck in a traffic jam, but whatever the circumstances and whatever the situation, now is not the time to let go. Now is the time for some of you to take hold of him who's taken hold of you, perhaps in a way that you've never done done it before. A bit like Peter, he got out of the boat. Some of you may have to get out of the boat. You know, but actually, you know, the point is he gets a lot of bad publicity, Peter, but he did get out of the boat. He did. And actually, and yeah. in, in the middle when he thought he was going to sink, he stretched out and who should take hold of his hand but Christ himself. And so, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing to lose in terms of pressing on towards the goal for which Christ has called you. This is discipleship for busy blow, busy blokes, busy blokes. Big thing that has come, you know, has come out of our heart that we want to be discipling guys across the Elam movement and other guys that we're connected to. Uh, but really, you know, we would, we also want to re reach our mates for Jesus. And so, so very often, you know, churches will do a curry night once a week, you know, once a year, or you know, they'll have a breakfast throughout the year. But we want to do this thing called Big Breakfast, um, in yeah. in conjunction with Reach. And uh, and really, we want as many of our churches to sign up as possible, men's groups to sign up. And, uh, and we're going to be, we're just going to be encouraging all of those groups and churches to hold a big breakfast sometime in September. We want to know who's doing it. So you'll go back to empower.zone, sign up your men's group, sign up your church and say, yes, we're, we're going to go, we're going to go with you on this one. There'll be, um, you know, there'll be good uh, video promotion on the empower.zone website. And also we want to get a pack out to you um, to help you, you know, once you've signed up to the help you plan for that. And uh, and they'll they'll even be a, an, an evangelistic message, you know, that you can play at your event for four or five minutes. You know, it'll simply put the gospel. That's great, absolutely great. So you go to empower.zone, you yep. sign up there, you get emailed a pack of what to do. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get what's our target for number of breakfasts. Well, I'd love to. I'd love to see at least two hundred events across the movement. I'd love to see two thousand men involved in that. I'd love to see two hundred men come to Jesus. That'd just be uh, that'd be an incredible thing, wouldn't yes, it? Yes. So it would. that's for men's groups <clears throat> everywhere up and down the country yes. to do that. Yep. Get involved during September. Yep. Have a really massive breakfast. Yeah, they could do it for guys in the church, guys on the on the sort of edge of church stuff. They can you could do it with your football team, your sports team. You could do it for the homeless. So yeah. it can be any expression, you know, of of a big breakfast, and somebody could eat a great big breakfast. Like you know, they could. Yeah. yeah. And we've done a little <laughs> YouTube video of you and Mark having yeah. a big breakfast and. Uh, Eating little breakfast we were, yeah. but <laughs> well, it looked decent enough to me. Uh, it's a very entertaining video, which yeah. is on our uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, um, check it out, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we also wanted to let you know on this podcast that there's different channels where you can connect with us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got empower.zone, and that's yeah. like the place to go to as the default, isn't it? If you're yes. ever stuck to know where to find us, that's where you'd find a lot of this information and yes. you can go there. Um, but we also do have a YouTube channel, don't we? Yep. Uh, Elim Empower is on yes. YouTube. We're there. You can search for that on YouTube. Yep. We also do a thing called um, uh, Fuel for the Week. Yeah. And uh, I know I kind of write a lot of those, mm. but maybe tell the listeners, Mark, what's the heart behind Fuel for the Week? Uh, the heart behind that is that guys can receive some encouragement first thing on a Monday morning. Uh, we know guys don't like reading too much, too long. And so we've done, we've done a... a an, an empowered devotional that you can read in two minutes um and the from the feedback that we're getting and from the opens that we're seeing we know that that is that is striking just right with many men 
uh, where, they, where they can just have a, a verse of encouragement, a point to ponder, and even a prayer. And you could, you could use that personally, but also you could use that with any, uh, any men's group that you're involved in as well. Yeah, so we, we push those out once a week. And, yeah. uh, so the, uh, and again, you can sign up for those. If you're, not signing up, if you're not signed up for those already, you can sign up for those at Empower yeah, Zone. We'd love you, you to join up. that. Yeah, that would be great. Um, and we also obviously do this podcast as yes. well. Yeah. Uh, we launched this last October. We've yeah. nearly hit a thousand plays already. Amazing. I'm delighted with that. We're learning how to do it. We are. And We're we, we appreciate the feedback. Yeah, no, it's good. So if you're uh, listening to the podcast, um, uh, do tell your friends about it and yeah. say, hey, listen, have a listen. Uh, this is good stuff. Yes. We hope that you're enjoying it. Um, there's a number of different platforms you can listen to it on. The most popular of these is iTunes. Uh, and if you need to steer somebody to it, um, the way to find it would be to do a search uh, Elim space Empower on yep. iTunes and it will come up under podcasts and you can listen to it there. Yep. Um, another very popular uh, platform for it is Spotify. Again, yep. you just need to search for it. I do it alongside my Football Fantasy League oh, do you? Uh, podcast. Right. Yeah, so I so listen, listen to the to two. Both of those. Yes. Yeah, very good. Um, <clears throat> and the other way you can also listen is online at uh, um, anchor, anchor.fm hmm. forward slash uh, Elim Empower. Uh, and that's there. And what's nice about the Anchor uh, side of things is that you can actually leave us a message, a 30-second message. So if you want to uh, listen into the podcast or respond with a message, that's the place to do that. Yeah, so you can and we've had touch. a few messages. We have. So yeah, great. people do ring in and that, you know, or ring really in, I say they ring in. They record it, you record it on your device. You don't really use your phone in that yeah. way, but um, you can record a response. And I've had, we've had quite a few responses, haven't we? Brilliant. Really, really we good. It's very encouraging. Really, really great to chat to you, uh, Mark. Uh, now, a, a bit of a, a podcast uh, tradition that we have is that we uh, we spin a wheel, oh, yeah. and we ask you awkward questions off the wheel on the oh, spot, and uh, um, you've got no idea what's coming up. There's some categories that you have to respond to. Um, I'm just going to turn the sound up. I'm, right, I'm going to spin this, and uh, we'll see what we get. And I'm going to put you on the spot, and you have to respond to the category you get. Okay. Hero. Hero. Tell me about a hero that you've got. In your life. Come on, mate. And you can't have Jesus. That's not allowed. You can't have Jesus. <clears throat> you can't. You can have a biblical hero. You can have a sporting hero. It could be your own dad. I'm going be... to stick with the guy that I spoke about, Kip Choggy. Oh, the, the marathon. Breaking the two-hour the two hour marathon. That's that, amazing. It is incredible. Absolutely is. amazing. To, yeah. see, to see that, you know, you sort of hear about some of these lifetime records, you know, from the past. And yeah. Roger Bannister done the first... Under the four-minute mile, didn't he? Or the first four-minute mile? He was he a did, Christian, yeah. Um, yeah. but Kipchoge. I thought was, I just thought it was a great achievement last year. It was so for this year in 2020, he's my hero. <laughs> so he's your hero <laughs> for 2020. Very, very good. Okay, let's see if we spin the wheel. Let's spin the wheel one more time, and uh, we'll put you under that pressure again. Uh, one more, one more category. It's pressure. It's pressure. It is pressure, mate, because we needed that real unedited know-how. Come on, mate. There must be something you know how to do that, like, is inspirational for blokes. What is it? What are you, what are you really handy at? Just a little thing that's a life hack that you just know how to do, that you're good at. You've done loads of stuff, mate. Come on. Men's events you go along to. Uh, I don't know. What, what is it? Up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> for the so listeners, for the listeners, Mark's so pulling. He's put, pressure, mate. You put he's me put under. his face in I, his hands. He's despairing. He looks yeah. like a picture of, by that guy, Edward. No, I think what I know how to do is get guys to open up and talk to each other. Yeah. And too often, you know, we find ourselves sitting in rows, facing the front, looking at a bald man's head and all that sort of stuff. And what, we re what, I, what I really love to see is men engaging with one another, talking about the issues of life doing life in a real way together. And you are quite good at that, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yeah. You, you, so, you I, so, so I may not be good at a few, quite a few other things, but I, you know, I, I do want to encourage guys you know, to, to 
open up to each other, talk to each other, encourage each other, and for them to realize that actually they're not the only one. They're yeah. not the only one, you know, suffering with this or going through that or having a hard time or, you know, and that sort of stuff, whether it's work, whether it's family, whether it's kids, all that sort of stuff. And actually, when you open up, actually, you'll find out somebody else, you know, is going through exactly the same thing and you can encourage each other Mate, in the Lord. You've, you've got the iron sharpening bit. You have. You've done iron this really well. You, in fact, you've done it so well, I'm going to ask you to do the hat trick, oh, which is unusual. I don't a... normally, I know, I don't normally do this to blokes, but you are the leader of the movement. <laughs> men, hey, hello. So, come on then. Oh, no, that is life hack. Have you got a life hack? Anything a life you hack. do? Yeah. Something that's a life hack, you know, like... Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. A really great one yeah. that one of my sons Thank gave you. me was... Um, you know those milk cartons, the, the, the long square ones with a little round opening yeah. top? Yeah. And when you pour them, they go glug, glug, glug everywhere, all yeah. over the surface, yeah, if you don't yeah. pour them around. He yeah. said if you turn it around the other way so yeah. that the, the round bit is at the top... Yeah you don't get the kind of the airlock problem and it yeah. flows out smoothly. And I tried it and he was right. And that was one of his mates at school told him that. Now that's an example of a yeah, life yeah. hack. And, yeah. and men listening, that's a ma- massive blessing for you right there for yeah. free. But yeah. what, what's a life hack for you, mate? Well, I just, I gave to, I gave someone, I gave one to someone this morning. What's that? On the way up. Um, I had somebody's tiling their, retiling their bathroom. Yeah. And, um, I just sort of put in the point, you just make sure before you do the final seal around the bath, yeah. make sure you fill it with water. What? Otherwise, you're going to have a gap, aren't you, between the tiles and the bath? Right. I'm not a professional, but oh, just put some weight awesome. in the bath. So, what you know, great... after you've done your nice bathroom, finished off your tiling, get in, you know, with, with, with the water, water, you know, and then, and then, and then, then do it. your sealant. You see, that <laughs> is just gold right there. So, any blokes decorating their bathroom with tiling, make sure the bath's full first, because yeah, otherwise, you'll put the tiles yeah. up to the wrong There's place. Gap. Come you on. see, this is the kind of gem that I'm seeking to uncover. This is the sort of gold that men need in their lives. That is so helpful. So yeah. next time you're probably going to get some gents, professionals phoning in now saying, "Don't so, listen." So for all of you blokes that don't do it yourself, that's not going to help. But for all of make I, sure I, the guy's doing it does it. That's funny because I have actually put in several bathrooms. Yeah, and I, I have never done that, there and then go. I've had problems. You know, yeah. so come on, there we go. <laughs> mate that's legendary I love it that's just so that's good that's pressure that's what it is mate. absolute yeah. pressure you see, under pressure is yeah. when you perform best that's what I knew I knew this about you Mark yeah. I knew it about you <laughs> mate it's been so so good to chat to you would yeah. you do us the honour of finishing the podcast with a prayer of course for all the blokes listening thank you Father, so much Father I thank you for our time together I thank you for all the guys and perhaps the girls that might be listening as well and Lord you know the specific challenges uh, that each of each of us are facing in our own lives. And, and Lord, you know the guys have got something burning within them and they haven't done it yet. Something for you, something they got a complaint about that they want to see change, some injustice that hasn't been addressed. And so, Father, I pray um, that from this moment, you know, every guy listening will say, but I'm going to do that one thing, that one thing. I'm going to forget what is behind. I'm going to stop reading the chapter of my own life. I'm going to start reading a new chapter or, or writing a new chapter for my life. And so, Father, I pray for each of those guys to be encouraged, to be able to forget what is behind. If there's some bad stuff, Father, I pray that you will erase it. Father, if there's some stuff that they beat themselves up with, then, Lord, I thank you that you are a father of compassion and you have already forgotten that stuff because you only deal with our present and our future. And so, Lord, I pray for every guy to strain towards what is ahead and press on towards the goal to win the prize for which you've called us upwards and heavenwards in Christ Jesus. Amen.